Welcome to the Burst Leadership Podcast, short conversations designed to help you grow into a healthier leader, one who knows God, loves others, and embraces life. Sometimes it'll be like chatting together over a cup of coffee, and sometimes we'll take a deeper dive. Let's get started. Welcome, friends. I'm Brent Hoover. In this Burst Podcast, we will look at the seventh principle of effective leader development. Of all the 18 principles, this one is going to challenge your entire paradigm probably more than the others, so get ready. But this principle is so life-giving, so powerful, and so radically different than most approaches to solving the leadership crisis in the global church that it has the potential to lead us to redesign just about everything. With each principle, it would be good if you did a little self-evaluation and asked yourself, How much is our current way of building leaders embracing this principle? And also ask yourself, how much am I personally embracing it? Okay, here's principle number seven. Leaders are built a few at a time. These principles are so short, they're worth repeating. In just eight words, your world could be turned upside down by the principle, leaders are built a few at a time. What is surprising about this truth is that we all know that Jesus chose to build a few at a time. But most of our designed programs have attempted to build many more at a time than even Jesus did. Isn't that incredible? Why have we done that? It seems we have so drifted away from Jesus as our model and moved in the direction of trusting our own methods that we unconsciously or consciously have decided that we know a better way. Friends, He is the way for us. Let me ask you a question. How effective was Jesus at building His future leaders? We know that He was profoundly effective and that in a short time, those men and women turned the world upside down and they multiplied and spread throughout the Roman world in mere decades. And so the twin leadership crisis of quantity and quality was solved in how Jesus lived out the Father's will. He personally built a few leaders as he did ministry to many. He didn't just tell others to go do it. He did it. We saw this in principle number five, that leaders build leaders. And out of the hundreds of disciples who were following him, he chose 12 to especially be with him and so that he could send them out, according to the gospel records. Within years, the Holy Spirit, through these men and women, grew the church throughout the Roman Empire. The first 300 years saw the most rapid expansion of the church in its 2,000-year-old history. God used healthy leaders to lead and feed his church. So the answer is clear. Jesus was profoundly effective in his leader-building approach of building a few at a time. What is surprising is that most of our existing programs don't incorporate this into our designs. Why don't they? Well, it's counterintuitive. Jesus is showing us if we want to affect the many, we have to begin with the few. The principle, of course, comes from the relational dynamic and is intimately connected to the principle of leaders building leaders. The reality for you and me is this. 
How many individuals can you be close to at one time? If you could be intentionally building five or ten people at one time, that would be amazing. If a disciple leader program in your church had 15 or so participants, that would be wonderful. Of course, the word few is relative. What does a few mean? It generally means a small group. For a learning cohort, it probably means less than 20. And in those situations, there should be several leaders who can build relationships with the participants. But for an individual leader, even building three or four people over a one to two year period is an excellent approach. If you did this for 10 years, you would have built 20 emerging leaders at a very deep level. It seems obvious, but one person building 20 people at a time does not seem realistic nor effective. But why is this true? Because God has so designed us that after a group becomes big enough, we tend to disengage. The leader's influence becomes more of an influence of instruction and character than personal relationship. To do it well and to be effective, which is our goal, we want to build the life of Christ in others through prayer, spending time together, serving together, facing challenges, resting and retreating together, challenging and encouraging each other, and a very important, important point is this, being open in our love with one another, revealing your true heart and life to another person. And that's just not possible or practical with a large group of people, but it's quite doable with a small group or a handful of people. We know that Jesus sought to do the Father's will, and when he went up the mountain, there were many disciples following him. And when he came down the mountain, he intentionally and carefully chose 12. So we know that up on the mountain while in prayer, Jesus must have realized from the Father that he wanted him to narrow his focus. And so he did. And the world has never been the same. So why not be like Jesus? Build a few and build them well. Some years ago, I realized that this is what God wanted us to do, and I wrote down the names of the people in the past five years or so that I saw that I was having an influence on. I recognized that these were God-given relationships. I think it's really important that we actually write the names down. I have watched the Jesus film probably more than 70 times, and in one of those scenes, Jesus comes down the mountain and chooses his 12 disciples. Walking through a crowd of people, he puts his hand on one of them, or he hugs them, and he's letting them know, you're one of my 12. As I thought about it, I realized I needed to do this. I wanted to let those men know, you're one of my 12. Because it's important that they know it. And it does not matter if it's three people or seven people or more. And it doesn't matter if it's not formal discipleship or a training program. Many of the names I wrote down are of people that I only talk to once a month or more, but they've remained with me for years. They're special. Here's what I realized by telling them 
you're one of my 12. God wanted me to be intentional about building life into them. I have to realize that for a small group of men, God wants me to keep loving them in the fullest possible way to the end of their lives. I cannot do that with everyone, but I can do that with a few. I love that phrase in John 13, 1. Jesus loved them to the end. He had loved his disciples during his ministry, and here John writes a Greek phrase, ace telos. It is emphasizing the fullness or the extreme nature of Jesus' love. It means to the maximum. And they saw it both in the foot washing, but most clearly in the cross. Think of it. Only a few of them were at the Last Supper. Only a few went with him up on the mountain and saw him glorified. Only a few were in the boat when Jesus calmed the storm. Only a few were on the road to Emmaus after the resurrection. Only a few met Jesus on the beach when he cooked fish for them and asked Peter if Peter really loved him. In our world of ministry, publicity, promotion, and addiction to all things big, Jesus' building of a few looks quite different. We like big meetings, conferences, and worship services, big numbers, big lecture halls at theology schools. Now, there's nothing wrong with big crowds. Jesus had huge crowds following him. I loved the large conferences I attended. They profoundly changed the direction of my life in that moment. But they were rare moments, and they did not replace my need to have a leader in my life show me the way. And most importantly, at those big conferences, I was not loved. Let me conclude this podcast with a quote from Malcolm Weber's book. The idea of personally and quickly raising up thousands of leaders is not a biblical one. The biblical model is this. The things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. 2 Timothy 2.2 In other words, build a few good leaders who will each build a few good leaders who each will do the same and so on. In a relatively short time, we will have the multiplication of leaders we need. The difference is they will be good leaders. This is our principle. Leaders are built a few at a time. Go with God and have a great day. This has been the Burst Leadership Podcast. For more resources on healthy leadership, check out our website, leadersource.org.